0: Namaste, namaskaram, and hello, everybody. I hope you're all doing well and amazing. And even if you're not, you're still going to be fine. Thank you so much for tuning back into the Think Loud podcast, and thank you so much for listening till now. This episode of the Think Loud podcast is going to talk about something that is pretty common in all of our lives: problems. We all have problems, right? Uh, like. Every single one of us has one, like has one or many, it depends from people to people, but everybody has problems. Now, when these problems start to dictate things that happen in our lives, for example, it starts to get, it starts to become a part of our life or when it starts to irritate us or when it starts to put us in a situation where it makes us sad, feel bad, depressed. We all have this question, right? Why is this happening to me? Why is this happening alone to me? We all ask this one particular question and leave it right there. We do not think why it is actually happening. We all say it as a statement like, you know, if somebody is asking about what happened, why are you so sad? You talk about your problem and your end statement is why is this happening to me? And the person whom you're communicating to, he might, he or she might say, you know what, it doesn't matter. It does, it's okay, it's okay to have problems. Okay, it's all fine. But what's a solution? What is the solution for that particular problem? Let me take an analogy from my life, and I hope it ex- helps you explain the aspect of finding that solution to that problem now when i started schooling nobody i was a very my middle class uh, study person like you know like i did i was not so top at the class i was not so at the bottom i was in the middle i was like you know average kind of a kid who studied well who got decent marks and you know teachers sort of liked me so it was like you know it was a very balanced life now at 10 standard, or I mean, starting from 9 standard, you know, you hit puberty, you have this emotions, you have a lot of things going on in your head, you have a lot of confusions actually in your mind. So what all these does is it tends to mess up with the things that you actually need to do in life. And uh, you no, know, that started affecting my studies. No, I had this, uh, no, acne severe acne breakout if you'd see me like uh, during my 9th standard and 10th standard my school friends would relate to this I was so looking so bad I mean I had a lot of acne on my face I had a lot of pimples Uh you know I was uh, very much pigmented dark pigmented and uh, apart from all these things I had anger issues I had all these kind of issues and this all together started messing up my studies now when this started messing up with my studies it started affecting my grades now what happened is 10 standard uh, according to our indian system 10 standard is considered to be the basic qualification for you to do something next in life so in order to do something in your life you need to pass 10 standard now what happened is half yearly of 10 standard half yearly examinations uh, my math mark was 44 out of 100 44 and a half out of 100 so it's like uh, you need 45 to pass that paper but i just got 44 and a half so what happened is my teacher my math teacher like you know she put half mark and she passed me but she also reported to my class teacher so my class teacher wanted, wanted to tell this to my parents so after school was over my class teacher called my dad and he uh, he had to come and pick up the file or he wanted to pick up the paper himself and she told him she told to him that you know if he doesn't perform well or if he's going to perform like this it is very difficult that he will pass 10th standard so that was a very uh, you know very sad thing for me to say because i mean sad thing for me to hear or to face because i did not want my parents to feel that i was a loser See, I knew I was uh, not doing well, but when it happens before your parents, it's a different situation. So that's when my parents were like, you know, they tried asking, they tried sorting out my problem. But the thing is, they couldn't find a solution for it. So they rather, uh, you know, went ahead, uh, searched for a lot of institutions. And then they found an institute where they taught mathematics really beautifully. And they got an admission for me in that institute and they joined me there. So I went to that institute. But this situation where my class was talking with my dad, it completely changed me. You know, it made me remorse. It's, it made me feel like, you know what, Rahul, I think you're useless. I think you're uh, you know, wasting your parents' money. I think you're wasting a lot of things around in your life. And that started, started kind of a you know, uh, negative self-talk. ...image of Rahul Ranjit. So when it started that... ...I was joined into that institute. So when I joined that institute... Uh, ...mathematics institute... Uh, ...no, they they handle all subjects... ...but I went for mathematics alone. The first class... ...I sat in that institute... ...I instantly... ...caught something. I mean, you know... ...I instantly got this kind of feeling that... ...you know what? I can do math. Nobody is going to tell me... Uh, ...no, you can't do it. So... I started focusing on the classes more and the person who took that particular uh, sessions of mathematics, he was a really good person. He, he knew how to represent mathematical concepts clearly, properly and everything. So I just started falling in love with maths and just started practicing like a crazy person. You no, know, I had this one sided sheets, which I got it from my mom's office and I started uh, practicing maths like that. So with so much of practice and dedication towards one subject, I was I was good with uh, other subjects like biology and all those things. I was good with it, but mathematics was the only subject where we fear, where my teachers feared that I would fail. So everything was kind of uh, you know it's kind of a dedication-driven kind of um, working out. So I worked out mathematics like hell, and when the results came out, I scored ninety-nine percentile. Now, as much as of a easy task, this is. I never knew that, you know, a lot of us got 99. It's not that, you know, it's very tough thing to crack 99 you know you might get 90 and 95 now but getting 99 is a bit of a task so you need to focus more on your silly mistakes so i was a person who had a lot of silly mistakes now i was very careless when i practiced i mean especially when i worked out mathematics i was a careless person so i that's why that's the major reason as to why mathematics did not work out for me and when I scored 99 percentile, everyone around me was surprised to know the fact that I had scored that much. When people told me that I will fail, they were surprised to see that I passed. And you know, all of this positive comments started flowing in, and everybody, like, you know, congratulations, it's good, this is how we you know you did yourself proud, you did your parents proud, and all these things started coming in. But, these positive comments started getting into my head and that's when things started getting messed up so whenever i started um, getting these positive comments you know it gave me a sense of uh high like you know you feel very proud of yourself you feel in a place where you are satisfied you feel that you are complete and all those things kind of a feelings comes in and that feeling made me a lazy person so it made me like you know compelled like you know you I can do whatever I want I know I don't have to study hard now I am just a person who's a really studious person so I can do whatever the shit I want and still pass with good marks so this started clouding my mind with all these things and slowly I started messing up my 11th and 12th standard examinations and I scored a very bad score during my 12th standard examinations. Now, as far as the total goes, it's around 1058 out of 1200, which is pretty much around 88 percentile. But if you had to get into a good engineering college, or into any college in fact you needed to have a good cutoff like cutoff is like they calculate your marks from physics chemistry and mathematics and they divide to do some calculation and they calculate the cutoff so in order to get into a decent college you need to have cutoff somewhere around 185 and above but i got somewhere around 168 which is pretty low and everybody were doubtful on whether i'll get a good college or not So those positive comments around me faded just like that you know people were like you know what you could have studied better you could have done this better you could have done that better people started uh, giving you a lot of negative comments you know they started telling my parents you know what uh, see for a donation capitation uh, you know arrange for capitation and get into a college seat or do that do this everything started happening and we st- we started visiting colleges universities and wherever we went uh, seeing my mark the first thing they were telling is you had to pay this much amount of donation capitation to get an admission and then after that you'd have to pay your first year fees which was like uh, if you could calculate it both it came around somewhere around 10 lakhs for the first year alone and uh, that was a pretty huge financial burden on our family at that instant because see you just cannot afford that much right for uh, education you just cannot spend that much amount of money that is the total amount of money that you invest for your whole undergraduate and all of a sudden you pay 10 lakhs just for the first year is pretty huge and my parents were like you know they were they were like you know what you had to study something you had to finish your undergraduation. so you, let's let's start let's start the process so they were making arrangements for funds but i was not at all satisfied or i was not at all happy out of it because i did not want my parents to spend so much of money because i know that it will become a financial burden so i was very no, very sad and i was praying, like you know please get me into a college where i don't have to pay capitation please let me get into any kind of a college and for god he heard my prayers and i got into a very good college in the middle of the city and that college uh, is particularly new but you know they had this kind of a reservation system where you can get into things blah 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 and end of story i got into that college i started my electrical and electronic communication engineering degree now when i went into engineering the first thing that was in my mind was to prove every negative comment wrong so all the negative comments that went into my head during my 12th standard mark release i wanted to prove them wrong and i started studying so well and i scored really good marks in my first semester and when I scored that first semester marks, again the 10th standard habit went came again. No, that got into my head. Everybody were appreciating me and that got into my head and I started realizing you know what I can do it well. And the effort, let's say, reduced by 5%. And it slowly started affecting in my grades now the end of second semester you know, i got this negative attitude of you know what it doesn't matter of what uh, cgpa you get or gpa you get um you will anyway it all depends on talent blah 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 and all these things i got into it but the reality is if you have to sit for placements in a college you need to have a basic amount of uh, mark to get into it so it's that's how it works so uh i mean From second semester, it was all downhill only. So when it went downhill, when your marks started deteriorating, when everything started deteriorating around, you know, you get into a lot of negative self-talk and negative self-talk is the starting point for all problems. So when you negatively talk to yourself saying that you know what this is not uh, good this is I started blaming the engineering culture I started blaming the education system no it might be true or wrong but it doesn't give me the privilege of it doesn't give me the space where I, I should not study you know it is my duty to study properly because somebody has believed in me and invested a amount of money in it so i need to do justice for it so that's that that should be my motive but rather i was you know um, complaining about stuff and all these things and it started getting into negative self-talks and that pushed me into deeper problems so it's like you are already sliding down a pit and this kind of negative self-talk is pushing you inside deeper Now that's when I got into a lot of unwanted situations, unwanted problems, everything started revolving around it and during my seventh semester, that is when I completed my seventh semester examinations, that's when I started, I looked back and I saw what a beautifully messed up journey it is, like you know, I messed up every single aspect out of it and I thought to myself, why is this problem happening to me? Why did this problem happen to me in the first place? Why is it happening to me alone? Like people around me are happy. Even if they have messed up, they are pretty much happy. But I'm not happy. I am I'm I feel very sad. I feel alone. I feel, like a, you know, I feel like a big loser and stuff like that. I know all these negative self-talk talk, started talking again and again. But that's when I realized that every single problem that happened to me out of which 95% of the problems is because of my own attitude towards life. It's because of my own restrictions that I had in place for my life. The rest 5% were, you know, out of the normal, out of the ordinary, it popped out. But that were all very small, mere problems. They were very easily manageable problems. But the 95% of the huge problems that I face is because I had the wrong Impression of what right things were, and that was because I started taking in good, negative, or bad comments straight into my head. So if you tell me a good compliment, it starts to hit into my head. If I tell the bad compliment, it gets into me gets into my head. So that's what started messing up my life in the first place, and that's when I realized that is what is causing all those problems. That is what is causing all this negative uh, self talk. That is all causing this uh, emotional constraints, and all these things are happening just because of that one thing. And that's when I made a conscious decision to myself you know what? I'm not going to take anything to my head hereafter. So, everything is if they're going to tell something good about me. Very good for them. They're going to tell something bad about me. Very good for them. And I'm not going to comment on who the hell are they to come and comment on me. Who the hell are they going to come and justify me. I'm not going to tell anything about it. And trust me, when you start like that, when you start living a life where you don't take everything into your mind, when you're very selective of what you take it into your mind, most of your problems will get solved. And that's when most of my problems got resolved. Just like that. All the things that I saw was a big task became very easy. And it was all because my attitude towards life was wrong. So I corrected that. So if you are a person who's facing any kind of a problem right now, I would prescribe you to think about what was your attitude towards your problems. When they actually happened, were they correct? Were they wrong? You know, you are the judge. Nobody, I'm not going to be the judge. Your parents are not going to be the judge. You are going to be the judge. It's you versus you. Always think about that. And I believe that, you know, this particular thought, think about what you did to solve that problem. It will definitely solve a lot of your problems. This is your host, Rahul Ranjit. Signing off from the Think Lord podcast, stay tuned.